Hey there, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I'm one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to be talking all about chocolate, and more specifically, vegan chocolate. Now, who doesn't love a piece of chocolate? I love I, I love, love a piece. I love lots of pieces of chocolate. <laughs> I love chocolate. Yeah, that's the <laughs> issue, right? Is having one piece of chocolate yeah, is sometimes hard. That's not possible. It's like having one potato chip. <laughs> well, first we're going to talk about what makes chocolate vegan, because not all chocolate is vegan. Whether chocolate is good for you or not, where you can buy vegan chocolate, and how to make your own vegan chocolate, which was surprisingly a lot easier than I thought it would be. That's right. And we're going to make some. We are. We already have the stuff. Okay. Before we get into that, we have a new rating. Yes, we do. This is from, <laughs> this is from, from Lisa too, who is veg curious. And uh, she says, thank you so much for being veg curious friendly. You are helping me think through this journey and in a welcoming way. Sweet. Good. Thank you, right. Lisa, too. We appreciate it, too. <laughs> also. <laughs> All right. Before we get into our main topic, we would like to talk to you about Ruby Online Course Membership. Look, If you're looking to gain confidence in the kitchen at your own pace, now this was something I was looking to do about a year ago when I joined up. Actually, it's been a little more than a year now when I joined Ruby's Forks Over Knives cooking class. Can't believe it's been that long. I know. And I was so super impressed with the level of professional videos that they offered, the detail, the grading, the, I mean, how they are able to look at what you were doing and help you course correct if you're not doing something right. I think about one of the things I'd never done in my life was blanch a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so easy to do. It was so great to be able to send them a picture and have a professional chef review it and to see, uh, to give me any tips for making it better. So it is such a professional and easy to follow membership or uh, course it really mm -hmm. is or, or i shouldn't say course because what we're talking about today is their online course membership mm. so it's a, an ongoing membership so for 9.99 a month or 99 dollars a year you'll get access to 75 lessons and hundreds of chef created recipes recipes are a big thing with our community who doesn't love a good recipe we just <laughs> you know it's funny because we go to i'm gonna go off the trail a little bit. We go to a lot of estate sales because one of the things we do on the side is we sell vintage items at Old San Antonio Trading Post. And uh, we find a lot of recipe books, recipe cards. We are. It's just so funny how humans just love having recipes. Mm -hmm. Do we make them all? Not necessarily, <laughs> but we like having these recipes, right? So this is uh, going to be 75 lessons and hundreds of chef-created recipes, more than 12 recipes, I'm sorry, more than more than 12 courses, ranging from pasta to knife skills, personalized instructor support and grading, and a certificate of completion upon gra graduating the courses. So that's going to make you feel, I got my certificate. You my did. It was so cool. It was. I posted it uh, online. And you also get like interactive quizzes, which is good because it helps you. It's it's not passive. This is very mm -hmm. much active, but you can still go at your own pace, which is really cool. And they do have other courses besides the one that you took. Yes. So this membership, the $99 a year or $9.99 a month, you can take, you can enroll in any of the courses. That's right. Perfect. Well, they come. it comes with more than 12 courses ranging from pasta to knife skills. So when you join their membership, it's like like uh, with membership sites where um, 
you once you go past the door, there's mm-hmm. like courses ah, within there. Got it. Right. So uh, for more information and to start a seven day free trial, head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash Ruby membership. And Ruby is spelled R-U-R-O-U-X-B-E membership altogether, though. Mm-hmm. All right. We're ready to get into some vegan chocolate. Yes, please. Okay. Okay. So this is something that a lot of people who are new, newer to the plant-based lifestyle may not realize, but not all chocolate is vegan. Mm -hmm. So while it's true that chocolate comes from cacao seeds, which is of the cocoa tree, which in itself means that it is plant-based, we humans do something to it when we get a hold of it, right? (laughs) Yeah. So we add milk and a whole bunch of other stuff and add sugar, which, you know, unless you, you are specifically... Uh, looking at vegan sugar, which doesn't contain bone char, then you know not all sugar is vegan either. That's so true. When we add things like that to it, it definitely makes it not vegan. Yeah. So, but you know, in fairness, uh, we do have to add some things to it because just in its, in it its, is bitter. Oh, it is very bitter. Yeah. Which is why I don't like super dark chocolate. But we can get <laughs> into that in a little bit. All right. So, what is vegan chocolate? So, for a product to be considered vegan, it means that it does not contain any animals or animal byproducts, which is why, like, added honey or something. Mm -hmm. Honey is not vegan, for those of you who might not know that. It's not considered vegan. So, vegan chocolate really just does not contain any, just like with any other vegan product, means it doesn't have any animals or animal byproducts. All right. So, the next question is Is it good for you? Is chocolate good for you? Now, you know, just like, just about anything, uh, you know, over the years, things, foods kind of go up and down. Is it good for you? It's not Wine, good for you. Wine, coffee. You know, eggs, you know, all <laughs> sorts of stuff, right? So just like coffee, uh, you know, you'll see plenty of articles out there that say um, that it's good for you. So chocolate's good for you. Yay! And then after a while, you'll come across an article that says, no, it's bad for you. Don't eat it. You know, and then you cry, and then you cry, and then you eat it anyway because you know it's chocolate. Yeah, but uh, but you just don't feel good about it. <laughs> I feel fine about it. Um, although it does give me a headache. Chocolate gives me a headache. Really interesting. Yeah, sometimes it'll huh. give me a headache. But um, I've been with you for eighteen years, and I've never heard you say that. It's That's... not always, and I almost wonder if it isn't the like the brand or something. Oh. If I eat a certain kind of chocolate, or, mm. or I don't know, but sometimes I do get a headache. All right, so. On the it's good for you uh, side, cocoa beans contain flavanols, which are antioxidants. So, you know, antioxidants can help reduce damage to your cells uh, that, you know, that damage can lead to cancer. So, okay, if you want to say chocolate fights cancer, okay, we'll go with that. Um, you know, it's, but I'll it definitely, it. De- right, if, if I can eat chocolate, <laughs> uh, but it definitely does have antioxidants in it, which is a good thing. So to make sure that you're getting at least some of those benefits, you want to look for chocolate um, that has a certain, a a couple of things, a couple of characteristics. So you want a high percentage of cacao. Yeah, and Uh, I think I read it was like 55 to 85% or something like that. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to be going on the lower end because I really do not like bitter chocolate. (laughs) Right. And uh, yeah, so the higher percentage means that it has more of the flavanols in it. And then you want to go for chocolate that has the fewest additives. So like, you know, some chocolates will have um, 
preservatives to keep the chocolate from blooming, which bloom chocolate is just, it gets those white spots on it, which is not bad. It's just what happens to it. Uh, so, and also look for chocolate that has no dairy, no whey casein, um, no milk fats or solid and solids. And of course those would be not vegan anyway. Right. 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 <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, with most things, as we say, I think in moderation, most people would agree that it can be a good thing to have. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. So uh, where do we buy vegan chocolate? Okay. So PETA has this really great guide on where to purchase vegan chocolate. And it looks like they keep it pretty well updated. So it's not stuff like from early 2000 or something. <laughs> These are actually legit. I clicked on some of the uh, links to to the places that sell uh vegan chocolate. And the cool thing is because veganism and people are much more aware of just are really starting to look at more plant-based options. These are really showing up in a lot of our supermarkets now. Mm -hmm. So you just have to do due diligence, but you know, uh, they're really touting this now. So you might, you might look for those accidentally vegan, but usually those brands that are plant-based they're going to tell you about it because they want to stand out in that way yeah and you know i always i haven't been to whole foods in ages but uh because we kind of switched over to going to trader joe's for that kind of stuff even though we haven't really been there in a while either but um i i always remember going in whole foods and when you go in the the frozen section like right on the the your at your back is -hmm. all the chocolate yeah there's a lot there is and what i like about it so trader joe's and whole foods are good places to find vegan chocolate off the shelf and um what i really like about it too is that they they show a lot of the companies that they purchase from probably some of the ones within pita's guide Mm -hmm. they also will tell you a little story sometimes Mm -hmm. behind and you know their fair trade which of course is something that's important to look out for those types of things so i really i really like that and personally i mean i like getting it off the shelf too because it's just easy easier (laughs) (laughs) and faster you get to eat it sooner right (laughs) all right Uh, but uh, if you do want to make your own vegan chocolate it really is easy yes so Let's talk about what are some of the very easy ingredients here. There, we're going to have um, a recipe that is going to be included in the show notes, but mm-hmm. just to kind of talk about this, because it's really a lot easier than I thought it was. Right. So cacao butter. Mm-hmm. And which, now you want the what, the food grade stuff, not the, the, the stuff in the skincare aisle, I think. That's a good point. Okay, do you know what? cacao butter is well i do now <laughs> oh you do okay <laughs> i do now yeah all right so it and for those who might not know because i didn't know this and when you hear the word butter you tend to think of like dairy, dairy. something dairy right <laughs> yeah so um it is it really it's like cocoa butter is what mm-hmm. it is really and it is a stable fat that is pressed out of cacao beans ah well that makes sense so kind of like coconut uh butter the yeah. same type of thing it's a yeah. solid fat right and we got some yeah, we did. And, and we found it at a local grocery store. That's right. I think the brand um, Navitas is makes a whole lot of different uh, uh, whole food type supplements, not supplements, but seeds and things. I think it's a Navitas one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we can, we'll put a link in the show notes to um, if you want to buy it online. Yeah, yeah. Um, well- it- I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say sometimes with these, well, well, we can put a link to the directly to the one that we yeah, that purchased. We found, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's on Amazon too. But yeah. the good news is if you live in a in a bigger city, more chances are you're going to be able to find at least an option right. for you. 
Right. Okay. So cacao butter, uh, cocoa powder, mm-hmm. and now you want the the really nasty unsweetened one that you know you don't want to eat. <laughs> Have you a seen spoonful. that gif of that little kid eating yeah. some? <laughs> I saw the whole video. Did you see the video? No. Oh, there's a video of a little a little boy, and I think it w- it was the powder. Yeah, and I think yeah. he thought it was like Nestle Quick And you know or he was just bothering his mom. To oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's like, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I bet he didn't do that again. That, that reminds me of when I was a kid. Wait, for um, those who haven't seen it, describe what's in it. Oh, yeah. So he's, it's a little kid and I don't know, maybe he's four, maybe. And he um, has a spoon and a, a jar of cocoa powder. And he takes a big old spoon. And I, I really think that he thought it was like, you know Nestle's quick powder or something like that and oh my god the his face and and it's so bitter and then of course he starts kind of coughing and then there's cocoa powder like puffing out <laughs> but what's funny like I said I could just imagine the conversation that happened right before that is he was probably nagging his mom that mm-hmm. he wanted some of that stuff and then she was like okay fine and mm-hmm. let it but you're gonna eat a spoon and so he's mm-hmm. like when he puts it in his mouth, his reaction is just like, I'm going to see if I can find that and put it in the show Yeah, I'll put it in the show Because he's um, just like, uh... He's like, now what do I do? Uh, it's great. <laughs> but, uh, no, I was, I was, I was going to say, I had a very similar incident when I was about four with a mustard sandwich. And oh, nice. I told you about that. I think so. I, I, we were at dinner. Were you begging for we a mustard eating, sandwich? Yeah, we were eating dinner, and I told my mom I wanted mustard to put on my bread. I had, we had, you know, bread and butter, and I said, no, I wanted mustard. And she said, you're not gonna like it. I want mustard, so I got mustard from the kitchen, and I put it all over my piece of bread. And holy cow, <laughs> it was awful. But I had to eat. You know what? <laughs> I like mustard sandwiches, though. That's what's so funny. I'm pretty sure I put a lot of mustard. Oh, you on probably that. did, and. <laughs> Knowing you, you were probably like, no, it's fine. Fine. It's good. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no? No. I had Couldn't to sit fake there that for... One? No. Yeah. I had to sit there for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> I and I was imagine. not happy. All right. All right. So what do we leave off? Oh, okay. okay. So you need a sweetener like agave or maple syrup. So here's another thing. You know, some people think, uh, well, honey, you know, mm-hmm. and again... If you if you don't mind honey, that's not me. We mm-hmm. eat honey still too. Yeah. Um, well, and you know, but you don't have to have it. It's one of those things where agave or maple syrup will do it. Right. And, well, and you could use sugar um, as long as it's doesn't contain bone char. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. that's that's okay too. And you know, the other thing that reminds me, um, and then we'll get back to uh, the other two ingredients, but. We just found out that bee-free honey is no more. Yeah. So we, the... I was thinking of, you know, there's a vegan honey option, but now there's not, at least not that one. Um, Which bee- is made out of apple. Apples, yeah. And, and it, it was, was really good. Really it did good. taste like honey. Yeah, but you saw, I think on Facebook, they announced yeah. that they, they're they not. They were closing their doors. They're selling down there or selling off their That's inventory. That's a shame. And, yeah. Hopefully so. another company will pick up where so. they left off because I thought it was pretty good. I don't, you never know what happens. Maybe the founder mm-hmm. just decided they didn't want to do that anymore right. or whatever. So. Okay. So anyway, uh, cacao butter, All cocoa right. powder, a yeah. sweetener like agave or maple syrup or vegan sugar, mm-hmm. and then vanilla. And, and salt. salt. Now, see, here's where the advantage comes to when you're doing something homemade. First of all, you get to decide how much you want of what in mm-hmm. it, right? But then you can add things. You can add nuts. You can add fruit. You can add peppermint extra. Fruit? Which I'm finally getting over the chocolate peppermint thing. Remember I used to really? have... Really? Yes. Huh. So, Ever quick since story. I've known you. you I know. Yeah. Do you know why? Yes, I know why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's so my mustard those who sandwich. Know, it's your mustard sandwich version, but it scarred me for... I'm 51 now, and it's scarred me for 
probably a good 40 years of my life. Well, now you got to say what you did. Okay, so I was, uh, I was, it was Girl Scout cookie time. And uh, I decided that I wanted to take a whole row of Girl Scout cookies. I must have been about 10 years old, I the guess. The Thin Mints. Yeah, the Thin Mints. And uh, I snuck them into my room or I was in my grandmother's house actually I snuck it well I snuck it into a room <laughs> and <laughs> proceeded to eat a lot of them to the point that <laughs> I got so nauseated I think I even threw up I'm not sure and since then I could not have the chocolate peppermint thing and every time I even saw the oh look the thin mints from the Girl Scouts <laughs> I was I would just get this nauseated feeling but now I'm actually kind of starting to dig the peppermint chocolate thing again so it only took about 40 years but right. <laughs> didn't you have a thing with the uh, those um uh pastel mint thing yeah too? but that was a different thing that was oh. actually uh yeah that was a totally different thing okay well, anyway. for a different story probably for a different help. day <laughs> it'll probably we'll probably find the opportunity no it didn't help either, but those were kind of pepperminty too yeah yeah, yeah. All right, so we hope this episode has given you some chocolatey inspiration and provided you with some things to look for when purchasing some vegan chocolate or making your own. And if you do make your own uh, and you are a member of the Peas and Carrots Society, up, peas and carrots? post your pictures, post um, how it went, share share your results, and then mail us some chocolate. Yes, and we're, <laughs> we're going to make some of this stuff. I like I like having homemade stuff like this around at yeah. the holidays especially. So yeah. we'll be making some, like I said, and we'll post pictures of ours too. And if you want to join our closed Facebook group, please head out to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. You will be hit up with three questions. Please answer them all because we filter by did not answer questions and automatically delete anyone <laughs> unless I recognize them as a family member or friend that uh, that didn't answer the questions because we got to make sure this this group stays as awesome as it is. So we don't want any spammers or any uh, anybody that just doesn't flow with the with the vibe in there. Right. I think we've done a pretty good job of that so I far. I think so. So, all right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 